Welcome to Balls of Asian America issue. Balfour thought where we, as K-12 and university students, cover topics that、uh, cover topics that Asian America facing U.S. society and beyond. Our listener will be exposed to diverse Asian America communities and learn more about our experience in deep. After finishing one ball of Asian America issues, you will look forward to the di- dividing into the next. Get your chopstick ready and today's ball of Asian America issue coming hot. Today's ball is on mental health and the feelings of community disconnection and connection. With today's group of ASA two students, Ize, Dominic, Juliana, Grace, and Jennifer, let's dig in. Linda G. Castillo and Mara J. Pazomara, PhD candidates at Texas A&M. The concept of face is also highly valued in most, if not all, Asian cultures. Face is a multi-faced term, and its meaning is linked with culture, honor, and shame. Although face is not exclusive to Asian American culture, saving face bears different levels of importance depending on the culture or society in which one is dealing. The most familiar term for many cultural groups is saving face, which is defined as refraining from public dis- disrespectful acts towards others or taking preventive action so that an individual will not appear to lose face in the eyes of others. And to add on, psychology professor Jennifer Abe Kim of Loyola Marymount University states that only 8.6% of Asian Americans sought any type of mental health service compared to the 18% of the general population nationwide. Asian Americans are one third less likely to report mental health conditions than their white counterparts. Many Asian American adolescents tend to avoid utilizing any type of counseling services for mental health or emotional problems because of shame and stigma. There are several. Barriers to this population seeking help from mental health professionals, including language barriers, stigma, and lack of awareness of resources and mental health services. According to a 2015 study by Quinlay, found that study abroad students were 23 times more likely to require help for a mental health condition than business workers who settle abroad. Simply being in a foreign place in which you have to speak a different language, eat unfamiliar foods, and navigate unexpected circumstances can be dislocating in itself. It has been a very long time since I studied in the U.S., but there's always a sense of insecurity whenever I communicate with others that makes me feel different. When someone asks me where I'm from, there's always a slight hesitation before I respond. Am I Asian American or just Asian? There's always a split of wanting to conform to American culture as well as protect my heritage. Whenever I travel back to Hong Kong, there's this welcoming air of familiar faces and atmosphere, but at the same time, something feels off. I felt like a tourist who lost my friends' connections, and there was nothing I could relate to the natives. This could be a preface of The development for my mild OCD throughout the years of stayed in America. It kind of unconsciously messed with my mentality because I don't know where I belong anymore. Sometimes I just want to pretend that I fit in, but it doesn't work out. I struggled comprehending the language and question why certain events occur. At times, it gets me feeling pressured, downcast, and disappointed in myself, especially when my parents nudge me to translate with my limited vocabulary and look skeptical when I don't know something simple. There's always a barrier or little things that made me realize I've lost touch with my home country. 
The number of international students from Asia has been increased four times compared to ten years ago. The range of the age of those students are very wide, from eight years to maximum thirty years. Studying in another country using completely another language to live and study is quite challenging for those students. They are facing the same obstacles just like those first-generation immigrants from Asia. With such new environment and the unfamiliar culture, mental health issue would be a common problem that these students and the Asian American、uh, Asian American immigrants、uh, would not would commonly have. Uh, as an international student from China,、uh, I have、uh, studied in the U.S. for almost seven years. I have a lot of experience with、uh, mental health issue myself, or I have heard、uh, a lot of stories of about mental health issue from other people, such as my friend and、uh, my friend's friend. I always feel I cannot fit in any group, and my English was. Even though my English was fine when I first came here, I I could uh basic uh communicate with my classmates well in English. However, the ability to speak a language is just very basic of a communication. What's more important is uh the topic of the conversation or the quality, and the topic is always closely connected to people's cultural cultural background and interest. And because of cultural difference, I could not、uh, get involved while you know other people, other other classmates are talking. I always feel alone because I try to fit in, but I cannot fit in. Growing up in Vallejo, California, one of the most diverse cities in the country, I was exposed to a myriad of different cultures and ethnicities. I attended a private Catholic high school where the majority of students were Asian Americans. It was there that I began to realize the prominence of mental health issues in our community, and the lack of attention it was given. For many, high school is a time of immense stress, change, struggle, and learning. It was difficult seeing many of my friends and fellow peers deal with all of this with the persistence of issues such as depression, anxiety. LGBTQ plus identity, and much more at such a formative time. I realized that many of the families of these Asian Americans were not nearly as attentive or concerned towards these issues in their lives. In fact, problems with mental health were often polarizing or controversial to them. Looking from the outside in, it became clear to me that the root of these problems often came from the near universal standards and expectations from Asian American culture. Myself and my peers were expected to excel in their studies, be model students, and not cause "quote unquote" trouble for anyone. I believe that at such a pivotal time in our youth, this pressure created or exacerbated various mental health issues for a lot of people in my life. And if they spoke up about what was on their mind, they were often met with the usual deflections, such as "It's just a phase; you'll get over it," or "Therapy doesn't work," and even "How would that make our family look?" I've witnessed firsthand the daunting stigma that is placed on mental health in the Asian American community. Millions often suffer in shame and silence, fearing the worst for when they try to address these issues within their family. It is for this reason that we must raise awareness and have these difficult conversations for not only Asian Americans but for the sake of all minorities in our community. Juliana, 
How have you seen these patterns of issues in your community? I think coming from a new place, it is hard to fit in right away. And honestly, I don't even know if you could 100% fully do it. I think there are unique qualities that make us who we are and that make fitting in the hardest part. Growing up in California, I never really fit in with the Latinx community because it was a majorly Mexican-oriented area, which wasn't a bad thing, but my family and I never felt like we fit in being Costa Rican. We had different foods, different struggles, and different jokes. While it was a familiar pull to home, we never felt like we belonged. I had the yearning to fit in, but also felt afraid to stand out even more if I tried. I pretended a lot of times to relate to one side of my race or the other in the given context. I feel like I can relate a lot to this feeling of being in the middle of two identities. This eternalized oppression and doubt just falls over you, creating insecurity and making you feel like you don't belong. And while I'm not Asian American, I can still relate to a lot of struggles about fitting into community that you don't belong to. I also grew up in a predominantly Asian community. My high school is known to be vastly competitive where the expectations were to either succeed, burn out, or sink. I commonly was expected as an Hispanic white ethnic student to not be in honors classes because it was a mostly Asian dominated higher academic pursuit at my school and I felt out of place in my classes most of the time. People would be intimidating and while we were all minorities, we all still wanted to push ourselves to be great. People would talk about how it was hard to open up at home because their parents didn't raise them to vocalize their emotions. I think this is where like a unity in the struggle of dealing with loads of APs, extracurriculars, from expectations from home, your peers, and yourself came about. It was interesting to come from a different place in life, but also relate to each other on the same level. I think a lot of cultures have similarities in their mental health struggles in the United States. There is a pressure to fit in with both communities at the same time, but honestly, it seems impossible most times. After hearing stories from my group members, we can see that there is this common theme of searching for connection and ending up with disconnection within the API community and within our society. This is a really common experience for many Asian American students, and one way we can bridge this gap of disconnection is through counseling. I had the opportunity to speak with Dr. Tatum Fawn, who is a UC Davis counselor who works at the Student Health and Counseling Services, and I highly recommend everyone listening to connect with her soon. And she shared with me that finding the right counselor can make a world of a difference. Many API individuals like myself will usually look for counseling professionals who look like us. But she points out that this is a really microaggressive assumption that just because your counselor looks like you, they're going to 100% understand exactly what you're going through as a patient. There may be similar cultural upbringings that she or any other counselor will relate to from time to time, but it's not really fair to your counselor to assume that counselors understand everything simply because you two are racially similar. So it's really important for potential patients to research which counseling approach and methodology is important to them. So for example, one counseling approach that Dr. Fawn utilizes is the ecological model. And this is the idea that people exist within systems. So you are one individual system, then your family, your school, and community elements like your clubs, sports, or religious groups are also considered systems. And these systems all interact with each other and they are dynamic and they influence each other. But these influences could be so impactful that they become stressors. 
It's important to note that these systems also provide protective factors, but they could also act as buffers or even blockers for mental health issues. And when both patients and counselors identify which specific system is draining our mental health, it brings more empathy and understanding into the world. And a counselor like Dr. Fawn can help guide you to find peace within yourself. According to the National Alliance for Mental Illness, more than 45% of young adults who stopped attending college because of mental health-related reasons did not request accommodations. 50% of them did not access mental health services and support either. Therefore, our group would like to give a call to action for counseling professionals to work pro bono for students with financial obstacles. Being that our mind and bodies are connected, it is important that individuals seek both mental and physical help from professional mental health experts like therapists and counselors and their general doctors. Make an appointment with Student Health and Counseling Services and meet one-on-one -on -one with counselors who can help you through your racial trauma, personal academic issues, and much more here at UC Davis. Thank you for listening to Bowls of Asian Americans, Bows for Thoughts.